Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and you may be able to hear that I've got a bit of a cold at the moment. So rather than put you through a recording of me with a hoarse voice and a cold, I thought I would use some older recordings that I have of surgery questions. So instead of moving on to renal medicine, we're going to go through some short answer questions on surgery. In this format, I ask a question, give a pause for you to think of the answer, and then I give you the answer. So hopefully that's a good test of your knowledge and helps you train that information. Testing yourself is a fantastic way to improve your memory of information and give you feedback on whether you know the information or not. And you can find loads of questions on the whole of surgery and soon to be medicine at members.zerotofinals.com. So I recommend visiting that website and checking out all the resources there. That's members.zerotofinals.com. So let's get straight into it. Question one. What is the definition of a fistula? An abnormal connection between two epithelial surfaces. Question two. What operation describes the removal of the rectosigmoid colon with closure of the anorectal stump and formation of a colostomy? A Hartman procedure. Question 3. What operation involves removal of the head of the pancreas, the duodenum, the gallbladder and the bile duct? A Whipple procedure. Question 4. What incision is used for an open cholecystectomy? A Kocher incision. Question 5. What incision is used for a renal transplant? A hockey stick incision. Question 6. What is a gridiron incision used for? An open appendicectomy. Question 7. What two incisions may be used for a caesarean section? A Fannin steel, which is a curved incision, or a Joel Cohen, which is a straight incision. Question 8. What type of diathermy involves the use of a diathermy probe and a grounding plate under the leg or the buttock? Monopolar diathermy. Question 9. What type of suture technique involves a straight, absorbable suture going side to side just under the skin to pull the skin edges together. Subcuticular. Question 10. What checklist is used immediately before and after an operation? The WHO Surgical Safety Checklist. Question 11. What system classifies the physical status of the patient for anesthesia? The American Society of Anesthesiologists or ASA grading system. Question 12. What pre-operative investigation is required in all patients over the age of 65 years? An ECG. Question 13. What pre-operative investigation is required specifically in diabetic patients? 
a HbA1c blood test within the past three months? Question 14. How long should patients avoid food or feeds and avoid any clear fluids before surgery? Six hours of no food or feeds and two hours of no clear fluids. Question 15. What is used to reverse the effects of warfarin? Vitamin K. Question 16. How long should the combined contraceptive pill be stopped prior to surgery? Four weeks. Question 17. What complication is metformin associated with in the perioperative period? Lactic acidosis. Question 18. What complication can SGLT2 inhibitors, for example dapagliflozin, cause in dehydrated or acutely unwell patients? Diabetic ketoacidosis. Question 19. What four criteria are used to assess a patient's capacity to make a decision? Their ability to understand, retain the information, weigh up the pros and the cons, and communicate their decision. Question 20. What legal status can be given to a nominated person to allow them to make decisions on a patient's behalf if the patient lacks capacity? Lasting power of attorney. Question 21. What are the contraindications to NSAIDs? Asthma, renal impairment, heart disease and stomach ulcers. Question 22. When would you avoid using ondansetron as a treatment for perioperative nausea and vomiting? In patients who are at risk of having a prolonged QT interval. Question 23. Name the process of removing a patient's catheter and assessing whether they can pass urine normally. A trial without catheter or TWOC. Question 24. Name the process of meeting a patient's full nutritional needs via an intravenous infusion. Total Parenteral Nutrition or TPN. Question 25. What word describes where a portion of the lung collapses due to underventilation? Atelectasis. Question 26. What describes where there is separation of a surgical wound, particularly after abdominal surgery? Wound dehiscence. Question 27. What complication of surgery involves fluctuating confusion and particularly affects older patients? Delirium. Question 28. Why do patients need a post-operative full blood count? To assess for anemia secondary to blood loss. Question 29. 
What group of people are likely to refuse blood transfusions? Jehovah's Witnesses Question 30. What proportion of total body fluids are in the intracellular and the extracellular spaces? Two-thirds in the intracellular and one-third in the extracellular spaces. Question 31. What are the three extracellular spaces? The intravascular, interstitial and third spaces. Question 32. What space is full of fluid when a patient has ascites? The peritoneal cavity. Question 33. What are common reasons for a patient to be on a fluid restriction? Heart failure, renal failure and hyponatremia or a low sodium. Question 34. What term refers to fluid output that is difficult to measure, such as via respiration, stools, burns and sweat? Insensible fluid losses. Question 35. Where can you find information on a patient's fluid intake and output? On their fluid balance chart. Question 36. What are the main indications for IV fluids? Resuscitation, replacement and maintenance. Question 37. What are the two main groups of IV fluids? Crystalloids and colloids. Question 38. What is the concentration of sodium in normal 0.9% saline? 154 millimoles per litre. Question 39. Give two key complications of excessive normal 0.9% saline use. Hyponatremia and hyperchloremic metabolic acidosis. Question 40. What term refers to the osmotic pressure gradient between two fluids across a membrane? Tonicity. Question 41. Give three examples of fluids that may be used for resuscitation. Normal saline, Hartman solution, and plasmalite 148. Question 42. What is the approximate daily maintenance requirements of water? 25 to 30 millilitres per kilogram per day. Question 43. What is the approximate daily maintenance requirements of sodium, potassium and chloride? 1 millimole per kilogram per day. Question 44. What is the approximate daily maintenance requirements of glucose? 
50 to 100 grams per day. Question 45. What volume and type of maintenance fluid do the NICE guidelines suggest starting with? Twenty-five to thirty milliliters per kilogram per day of zero point one eight percent sodium chloride in four percent glucose, with twenty-seven millimoles per liter of added potassium. Question forty-six: What needs monitoring daily for patients on maintenance fluids? The fluid status, the fluid balance charts, and the use and ease blood test. Question 47. What infusion rate is used to give one litre of fluid over eight hours? 125 millilitres per hour. Question 48. What are the key causes of acute right upper quadrant pain? biliary colic, acute cholecystitis and acute cholangitis. Question 49. What are the key causes of acute unilateral testicular pain? Testicular torsion and epididymoorchitis. Question 50. What do guarding and rigidity on examination of the abdomen suggest? peritonitis. Question 51. What examination finding involves when rapidly releasing the pressure on the abdomen causes worse pain than the pressure itself? Rebound tenderness. Question 52. What underlying condition is associated with spontaneous bacterial peritonitis? ascites in patients with liver disease. Question 53. What initial assessment is used for acutely unwell patients? An ABCDE assessment. Question 54. What blood test specifically indicates inflammation of the pancreas? Amylase. Question 55. What blood test gives an indication of the synthetic function of the liver and the patient's clotting function? International Normalised Ratio or INR. Question 56. What blood test is used in females of childbearing age presenting with abdominal pain and why? Serum human chorionic gonadotropin, or HCG, is used to exclude pregnancy. Question 57. What investigation and finding can be used to assess for intra-abdominal perforation? An erect chest x-ray showing air under the diaphragm. Question 58. What is the name of the tender point on examination in appendicitis? McBurney's point. Where is this point located? 
one third of the distance from the anterior superior iliac spine or ACIS to the umbilicus. Question 59. What scoring system can be used to calculate the probability of appendicitis? The Alvarado score. Question 60. What is the name of the condition where the omentum surrounds and sticks to the inflamed appendix, forming a mass in the right iliac fossa? Appendix mass. Question 61. What is the usual definitive management of acute appendicitis? A laparoscopic appendicectomy. Question 62. What are the big three causes of bowel obstruction? Adhesions, hernias and tumours. Question 63. What term describes a situation where there are two points of obstruction along the bowel, meaning that there is a middle section sandwiched between the two points of obstruction that is isolated? Closed loop obstruction. When might this occur with a single point of obstruction in the large bowel? When there is a competent ileocecal valve. Question 64. What type of vomiting is suggestive of bowel obstruction? Green bilious vomiting. Question 65. What type of bowel sounds may be heard in early obstruction? Tinkling bowel sounds. Question 66. What are the upper limits of the normal diameter of the small bowel, the colon and the cecum? The small bowel is 3 cm, colon is 6 cm and the cecum is 9 cm. Question 67. What is the name for the mucosal folds that form lines extending the full width of the bowel? Valvulae coniventes. Where are they found? The small bowel. Question 68. What is the name for the pouches formed by the muscles in the walls of the bowels that form lines that do not extend the full width of the bowel on an abdominal x-ray? Horstra. Where are they found? The large bowel. Question 69. What does a raised serum lactate suggest in a patient with bowel obstruction? Bowel ischemia. Question 70. What is the name of the condition affecting the small bowel where the normal peristalsis that pushes the contents along the length of the intestines temporarily stops? Ileus. When are you most likely to come across this condition? Following abdominal surgery. Question 71. What are the two types of volvulus? Sigmoid volvulus and cecal volvulus. Which is more common? 
sigmoid volvulus. Question 72. What characteristic sign may be seen on abdominal x-ray in a volvulus? The coffee bean sign. Which type of volvulus does this occur with? A sigmoid volvulus. Question 73. What are the three key complications of hernias? Incarceration, obstruction and strangulation. Question 74. What is the name for when only part of the bowel wall and lumen herniate through a defect in the abdominal wall with the other side of that section of bowel remaining within the peritoneal cavity? A Richter's hernia. Question 75. What is the name for when two different loops of bowel are contained within the hernia? Madel's hernia. Question 76. What are the two types of hernia repair? A tension-free repair and a tension repair. Question 77. What travels through the inguinal canal in males? The spermatic cord and its contents. Question 78. Where is the deep inguinal ring located? At the midpoint between the asis and the pubic tubercle. Question 79. What region does a direct inguinal hernia protrude through? Hesselbach's triangle, also known as the inguinal triangle. Question 80. What are the contents of the femoral triangle from lateral to medial across the top of the thigh? You can use the navy C mnemonic for this and it's the femoral nerve, femoral artery, femoral vein and the femoral canal. Question 81. What type of hernia occurs between the lateral border of the rectus abdominis muscle and the linea semilunaris? A spigelian hernia. Question 82. What refers to a widening of the linea alba forming a large gap between the rectus muscles? There are three possible names for this, diastasis recti, rectus diastasis or recti divarication. Question 83. What sign refers to pain extending from the inner thigh to the knee when the hip is internally rotated. Howship Romberg sign. What causes this pain? Compression of the obturator nerve. What type of hernia may be implicated? An obturator hernia. Question 84. What are type 1 and type 2? Hiatus hernias. Type 1 is sliding and type 2 is rolling. 
Question 85. What surgical procedure may be used to treat a hiatus hernia? Laparoscopic fundoplication. Question 86. What are hemorrhoids? Enlargement of the anal vascular cushions. Question 87. Using a clock face to describe the position, where are hemorrhoids usually located? 3, 7 and 11 o'clock. Question 88. Describe second and third degree hemorrhoids. Second degree hemorrhoids are when they prolapse when straining and return on relaxing and third degree hemorrhoids are when they prolapse on straining and do not return on relaxing but they can be pushed back in. Question 89. What procedure involves fitting a tight band at the base of a hemorrhoid to cut off the blood supply? Rubber band ligation. Question 90. What common medication increases the risk of diverticulosis and diverticular hemorrhage? Non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs or NSAIDs. Question 91. What blood results may be deranged in acute diverticulitis? Raised inflammatory markers and raised white blood cell count. Question 92. What oral antibiotic do the NICE clinical knowledge summaries suggest for uncomplicated acute diverticulitis? Coamoxiclav. Question 93. What dietary changes do the NICE clinical knowledge summaries suggest in the management of uncomplicated acute diverticulitis? Only taking clear liquids and avoiding solid food until the symptoms improve. Question 94. What section of the GI tract is included in the mid-gut? From the distal part of the duodenum to the first half of the transverse colon. Question 95. What arteries supply the foregut, midgut and hindgut? The foregut is the celiac artery, the midgut is the superior mesenteric artery and the hindgut is the inferior mesenteric artery. Question 96. What is the classic triad of chronic mesenteric ischemia? Central colicky abdominal pain after eating, weight loss and an abdominal brewy on auscultation. Question 97. What cardiac condition is a key risk factor for acute mesenteric ischemia? Atrial fibrillation. Question 98. What can be seen on a venous blood gas in acute mesenteric ischemia?
a metabolic acidosis and a raised lactate. Question 99. What three types of cancer are more prevalent than bowel cancer in the UK? Breast, prostate and lung cancer. Question 100. What is the inheritance pattern of familial adenomatose polyposis or FAP? Autosomal dominant. Question 101. What tumour suppressor gene is malfunctioning in FAP? The adenomatous polyposis coli or APC gene. Question 102. What procedure involves removing the entire length of the large intestine? A panproctocolectomy. Question 103. What is the descriptive name for Lynch syndrome? Hereditary non-polyposis colorectal cancer, or HNPCC. What is the inheritance pattern? Autosomal dominant. Question 104. What test is used in the bowel cancer screening program in England? A faecal immunochemical test, or FIT. Question 105. What is the gold standard investigation for suspected bowel cancer? Colonoscopy. Question 106. What tumour marker relates to bowel cancer? Carcinoembryonic antigen, or CEA. Question 107. What part of the colon is removed in a Hartman's procedure? The rectosigmoid colon. Question 108. Where on the abdomen are you most likely to find a colostomy? The left iliac fossa. Question 109. Where on the abdomen are you most likely to find an ileostomy? The right iliac fossa. Question 110. What is formed from a section of small bowel in patients with a urostomy? An ileal conduit. Question 111. What are most gallstones made of? Cholesterol. Question 112. What structure does the common bile duct and the pancreatic duct drain into before it opens into the duodenum? The ampulla of Veta. What is the name of the ring of muscle that surrounds the ampulla of Veta? The sphincter of Odi. Question 113. What does cholelithiasis mean? It means that gallstones are present. Question 114. What condition involves inflammation of the bile ducts?
cholangitis. Question 115. What condition refers to pus in the gallbladder? Gallbladder empyema. Question 116. What procedure involves inserting a drain into the gallbladder? A cholecystostomy. Question 117. What are the four memorable risk factors for gallstones? This is the four F's mnemonic. Fat, fair, female and 40. Question 118. What is the characteristic symptom of gallstones? Biliary colic. Question 119. What hormone is secreted in response to fat entering the digestive system, causing contraction of the gallbladder? Cholecystokinin, or CCK. Where is this secreted from? The duodenum. Question 120. What do pale stools and dark urine indicate? Obstruction to flow within the biliary system. What blood test is likely to be deranged in this scenario? There's likely to be a raised bilirubin. Question 121. What pattern of enzymes will be seen on liver function tests in patients with cholestasis? The ALT and AST can be slightly increased with a higher rise in ALP, described as an obstructive picture. Question 122. What is the first-line investigation in patients with symptoms of gallstone disease? Ultrasound. Question 123. What investigation of the biliary system involves an MRI scan? Magnetic Resonance Cholangiopancreatography, or MRCP. Question 124. What procedure can be used to assess the biliary system and treat gallstones that are stuck in the ducts? An endoscopic retrograde cholangiopancreatography, or ERCP. Question 125. What typical incision is used in an open cholecystectomy? A right subcostal kocher incision. Question 126. What is the most characteristic presenting symptom of acute cholecystitis? Right upper quadrant pain. Question 127. What specific sign is suggestive of acute cholecystitis? Murphy's sign. Question 128. What is Charcot's triad and what does it indicate? A 
a triad of right upper quadrant pain, fever and jaundice or a raised bilirubin, which indicates acute cholangitis. Question 129. Where do cholangiocarcinomas originate? The bile duct. What is the typical histological type? Adenocarcinoma. Question 130. What are the key risk factors for cholangiocarcinoma? primary sclerosing cholangitis and liver flukes. Question 131. What law states that a palpable gallbladder along with jaundice is unlikely to be gallstones? Corvosier's law. Question 132. What histological type are the majority of pancreatic cancers? Adenocarcinoma. Question 133. What organ does pancreatic cancer usually spread to first? The liver. Question 134. What sign refers to migratory thrombophlebitis as a sign of malignancy, particularly pancreatic cancer? Trousseau's sign of malignancy. Question 135. What tumour marker is most relevant in pancreatic cancer? CA199 and CA stands for carbohydrate antigen. Question 136. What name is given to a pancreaticoduodenectomy procedure used to treat early pancreatic cancer? Whipple procedure. Question 137. What are the three top causes of pancreatitis? Gallstones, alcohol and post-ERCP. Question 138. What scoring system is used to assess the severity of pancreatitis? The Glasgow score. Question 139. What enzyme often needs replacing in chronic pancreatitis? Lipase. Question 140. What incisions may be used for a liver transplant? A rooftop incision or a Mercedes-Benz incision? So thanks for listening to this episode of Questions on General Surgery. As always, a big thank you to Harry for perfectly editing the podcast. Remember, check out members.zerotofinals.com for all of these short answer questions covering the whole of surgery and soon to be medicine as well at members.zerotofinals.com. And I hope you join me for the next episode where we'll go through urology questions.